What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Lift to Live podcast. This is your host, Dylan Ignacio, and of course, our co-host here, Phil Morris. It was good. Chat? (laughs) I always got to start it off like that, even though it's not a chat. You know, for a second, I I know I always introduce you, but like, for some reason just now, I thought you were going to do it. And so we were just... Uh, Yeah, dude. Whatever. The the intro is all you, big fell. So we are on season four, episode six. Damn. You ready for today's topic? Spill it. Hit us with the tea, big fella. So today's topic should be refreshing for some of you all. But today, we're just going to do a reality check. Ooh. Yeah. It's like Quavo and Takeoff. <laughs> just doing the Rest in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> with the ad-libs in between, bro. That's Swear right. to God. I feel like that's what I do in this podcast. I just go for it, and you have the little ablutions in the back. That's what I'm saying, dude. I'm just here. I'm here to party. Let's get it. All right, so today I wanted to do somewhat of a reality check. Some of this is going to be a punch in the gut. Some of it's going to be refreshing. Hopefully, some of it, it gives you guys a clear perspective. But I'm going to run down on myself so it doesn't seem like I'm just yelling at you guys and running through it. But I'm going (laughs) to – and a lot of this, to be very honest, is going to be – pretty much common sense but i think that we get so worked up in our own lives that we forget Mm. so i just want to run through it and i'll start off by saying this it's probably the easiest thing to say this as we get into this topic is it's not possible for every day to be a good day correct not possible yep and if you set that expectation for yourself like i often do you're gonna disappoint yourself Mm. so let's just run through it um and i don't think it's gonna be too long of an episode but i kind of wanted it to just maybe hopefully empower some of you guys that are going through it or whatever have you um by just giving you some just raw talk um well that's how we like it i've been on all right bro pause all right how much time we got before she comes over (laughs) Uh, we got time. We All got right, time. All right, but. We're good. All right. So. <laughs> Back on topic, dude. <laughs> Shit, my bad. Joe, oh, my bad, dude. We're going to give it to you raw real quick. Here we go. No, that's not. No, that's what you just said. All right, bro. All right. All right. All right. Let me get back, <laughs> back in zone. character. So. I've been doing a lot of scrolling through social media lately. Like a lot. Like way more than I normally do. Like copious amounts. I'm talking about. I'm trying to brush my teeth. I'm trying to take a shit. I'm fucking. I'm scrolling, 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 scrolling through social. And I don't know if it's just my timeline. Um, you know, let me know if you guys can relate. But my timeline is just full of. I hate to use the word toxic, but full of just like toxic advice around relationships and mental health and how you need to be as a man and how you should be as a woman and like all these just generalized tips and tricks and things like that. And I know that's kind of ironic because we have a podcast based around mental health and physical health, and we do give advice. It's just that I feel like I was being bombarded with all this material. This is how a woman must act. This is how a man must act. This is how you, you know, blah, 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 all these different things. And that comes back, brings me back to the t- today's topic, which is a reality check. And as a refresher, if you're somebody who's like scrolling through the social and you know, maybe you're easily influenced or maybe somebody says something like, oh man, like 
in order to be a man, you have to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And you really start to think that. Understand that all the advice that you see on social, you should just take it as not an end-all, be-all, but more as a, could I add this to my toolbox? Mm. Is this something that incorporates into my life and the lifestyle that I have set up for myself? Right? Instead of, and I'm only saying this because I get caught up in that. Where I'll literally get so shifted by like one person on social because maybe they maybe they speak very clearly or maybe you know they deliver the message well, but they'll be you know it could be anything, and I'll be watching it and all of a sudden I start like overthinking about what I'm not doing related to what that person's talking about, mm. and it'll throw me off my course. Yeah, and I'll just be like, damn, maybe I should you know do this more often or do that more often or I should incorporate this into my lifestyle or not. But understand that every single person, myself, Morse, literally anybody, we all see the world through a different lens. Literally the way that I see things are not going to be the way Morse sees things. And because we do have a lot in common, that's why we get along. But we view the world entirely different um, through our own circumstances, Mm -hmm. through our own trials and tribulations, which means that there's no fucking way that you're going to be scrolling through social media and, and somebody out there is giving you life advice and that just automatically aligns with your lifestyle. Right. It's not possible. So hopefully that gives you a breath of fresh air. Now, there are some core principles, and this is going to be a reality check, right? It's a little bit more harsh. There are some core principles that do apply based off of your life and your lifestyle, right? One thing is, is like the big thing around wellness, right? And the one thing about mental health, as a mental health advocate myself, is that at some point, we can't just whine and cry our way into success or having a better lifestyle for ourselves. It's fucking hard. You Shit's have to put in work. It's not to you, bro. Yeah. It ain't, it ain't fucking yes. being placed in your lap. Yes. And, and I'm going to tell you this right now, and it's going to sound, it's going to be difficult to hear, but, and it's because it's just the way we're wired. Like I said, everybody sees everything through their own lens. You may get support along the way of your journey, but nobody, it's not possible for anybody to give a fuck as much as you do. Mm. It's not possible. Yeah. It's not. More supports me in all that I do, but there's no way he can just step into my shoes and just morph into me and, and all the emotions and all the different thoughts that I have through my head to guide me through this process I'm going through. We just talked in the last episode about drinking, understanding that I had to do some reflection of self to know that I can't necessarily do the thing that morse does because alcohol cripples me internally but that's me that's not because i scrolled through tiktok and somebody told me that right or you know so understanding that a key part of wellness and a reality check for you is is that your wellness and what you wish to achieve is on your terms Mm. Which means that, and it's it's a blessing, is that you get the opportunity to design your life the way that you'd like to see it. And we actually do live in a world that allows that. Where you can literally, at least in the U.S., (laughs) you can literally come up with any idea that you like. And if you're willing to work hard enough at it, you can develop a business out of it. You can create a living out of it. You can do all these different things, but none of it is easy. And I think that's what we get caught up on is instead of just getting, putting one step in front of the other to get to our end goal, we'd rather just cry about it. Yeah. 
and then nothing gets done. And if I have to relate that back to myself, it's kind of like the whole thing. Like right now, I, I think I expressed in a previous podcast that I'm doing real estate classes. I want to claw my eyes out. I hate these classes, dude. Bro, I couldn't sit down like you do. Bro, I'm saying it's PowerPoint after PowerPoint and it's 60 hours and it's like timed and like all this kind of shit. I hate it. I can barely sit still right now. I bro, I'm, dude, look at me. I don't know how you sitting at a desk. Look, I'm telling computer, you, bro. So what I'm saying is, is that I, what I have to remind myself is, and I understand like going through a realtor class is not the hardest thing, but this principle applies to really anything is that I understand is that it's not about the class. It's about the end result. Mm. It's about the fact that after I finish the class, I have been blessed enough to get the opportunity to have a mentorship that could lead to some financial freedom, which would be nice after me getting myself into some financial fuckery. So what I'm saying is it's not always about just, oh, man, like, I'm really feeling upset about this or I'm really feeling upset about that. Oh, man, maybe if I complain about it enough, somebody will solve all my problems. There's a mentality that goes around, you know, kind of our profession. The military is big on it, and it's, it's a pretty blanket statement, and it says nobody's coming. And I think if you could actually take that to heart and be like, what if the fuck I didn't have anybody? What if when I knew that when I posted something on social media, nobody would reply to it? Would I still seek out that goal or that ambition? Am I doing it for the attention? Or am I doing it because I actually want to excel into this next person or this, or this next level of my life uh, that I crave? And that's something that you got to assess for yourself because in all reality, nobody gives a fuck. Mm. It's you. Mm. What do you want to do? And how do you want to get there? Amen, dude. You know, and then you complete the steps and then everybody who's around you, who's like, yeah, good job. All this kind of stuff. Those are just little, you know, if it's that extra dash of salt in the recipe that you're making, you know what I'm saying? Just, just that little bit. And I had to have, you know, a conversation with myself about that too. Because I get caught up in that as well. As a mental health advocate, it's very easy to get hung up on the anxiety or the depression or the this or the that or the that. And you can manifest that into just this mentality of fuckery when you're getting nothing done because you're just focused on the emotion. You're not going to get anywhere that way. You're just, you're setting yourself up for failure. You know? And I was always told this, I think I said in a previous podcast, but it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I brought this topic today because uh, it's been relevant to my current thought process. Um, and just some, I've been more anxious than normal. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But it really ties into is that usually what you fear is actually the direction that you need to head. And your anxiety is the fuel to pump you to get there. That's how it was explained to me. Right. So say you have a goal, say you have an objective that you want to accomplish and you're fearful. You're like, fuck, I might fail at this. Well, that's actually where you need to head. And you're on. And once you realize in your brain that that's where you want to head, you're actually going to have anxiety around it until you start making progress in that direction. And that's very generalized. I understand that there are specifics, but let's just cut out all the bullshit. Right. Um. I have come to the understanding that as much as I like doing these podcasts 
as much as I like to uh, speak about the topics around mental health and try to help people through their endeavors, just listening to me is not going to be enough. Or just listening to the next podcast is not going to be enough. Right? Like eventually you need to start filling your brain with material that revolves around what you're trying to accomplish. And that's important because your brain's malleable. It's like a muscle. So if all you're thinking about is mental health, then that's all your life is going to be. If you have mental health issues, but you want to be a a doctor, well, you might want to start reading some books on how to become a doctor or look up how to become a doctor or what classes you need to take to get in that direction. And then you'll actually notice that as you start excelling in in those areas, some of your anxiety, some of your depression, all that stuff will kind of like, not saying it's going to go away, but it might damper a little bit because you're headed in a direction. And that's the importance. And that's kind of the reality check. We, we, and I'll just not say we will, I'll say I, I get caught up in the reward system of things. Mm. Well, if I do this, am I going to get a pat on the back? Cause I didn't get a lot of pats on the back growing up. So if I do this, am I going to get a pat on the back? If I do that, am I going to get the shiny star? If I do this, am I do that? It doesn't work that way. It doesn't. You have to put in that work. You have to put in that effort to develop the life that you want. Not for anybody else. Yourself. Other people can be motivation, but it's got to be for yourself. Now, and I say that is that although the endeavor may be selfish, it's actually to position you in a way that you can be selfless. Mm. And the reason what I'm saying is, is that if you want to get into a relationship and I'm learning that. Hell Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying if you wanna if you wanna do these things, and I am no relationship guru, so I'm not even gonna hint I'm not even gonna go into the relationship topic, but all I'm saying is is that the more and especially and I'll just speak for the men out here. Eventually we need to get I've been saying this, we need to get a female on this podcast so I can speak on that behalf. But for the men out there, if you have direction and you know where you're headed, that means that you're going to have boundaries, whether you know them or not, about getting there. And that inherently is going to make you more attractive to the right woman. Yep. And it's going to make them feel safe and it's going to make them feel secure. Yep. And they're going to be confident in what you're going to accomplish. And they are going to fucking treat you like a king mm. because they're not scared. We need that to be emotionally vulnerable around their men because around their man, because their man is driven and because they have all this purpose behind them. And because they know where they're headed, that woman now feels safe emotionally. Yeah. Which is actually, I would say, arguably the harder one to accomplish. I'm a cop. I can keep a woman safe. Physically. Hell yeah, brother. Me but too. if I don't put in the work on myself or if I'm not conscious of my thoughts or if I'm not conscious of the boundaries I need to put up because maybe I'm healing from some trauma I saw on the job. Well, then I'm going to just be a total bag of ass asshole. And then she's not going to give me the love and affection that I think that I deserve because she does not feel safe in that moment Mm. or whatever have you. So I'm not going to go all this down this big trail or avenue. But what I'm saying is things in your life 
are going to start to mend together as you realize who the fuck you are. Yeah. Look yourself in the mirror and give yourself a reality check. I had to do that, dude. I was sex crazed. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I was sex crazed, bro, for a majority about? of my life. So guess what I did? I cut the porn out. Oh. But you know why? No, listen. But you know why? Because I know that the guy that I want to be one day is not going to be some sex crazed guy. Because I know that's going to lead me into temptation. And I know that's going to lead me to possibly cheating. Yep. Even potentially on someone I love. Because I understand that men have this complex where we don't necessarily need emotion to fuck. Mm. We can just go right in for it. Facts. So I had to give myself a reality check. Hey, Dylan, if you don't want to be this way, or if you don't want your most predominant thoughts to be sexual, then how are you going to overcome it? Mm. Well, you cut out the one thing that's causing the cancer. For me, it was porn. Mm. Okay? Just like with alcohol. What was the one thing that was causing the cancer that was inhibiting me from being able to accomplish my goals in life and in business? It was the alcohol. So I had to fucking cut it. Yeah. And guess what? There are no fucking pats on the back. Yep. That whole year that I wasn't drinking, I got more comments about being weird than actual support. Right. But then once I got my year out the way, then I was filled with love. And that's kind of how life works. Yeah. Maybe nobody right now gives a shit I'm in real estate. And I hate doing these classes. But I guarantee you, when I'm stepping out that Lambo, they're going to be like, oh, damn, I remember Dylan talking about that. He was working hard. I'm going to be jealous as shit. You step out of Lambo. I'm just saying, bro. And it, it ain't even about the material stuff, but it's, it's more about the mentality moving forward. Because, look, no matter what, let me, just put it this, let me just put it this way. Because I've known this about myself. Now, I'm not, you know, like I said, in all these other podcasts, I'm not a mental health professional. I'm a mental health consumer. But, you know, but... I'm just giving you advice based off of the way that I view the world, right? So this may or may not work for you. But what I've come to understand is that the anxiety is going to come and go. doesn't matter. The depression is going to come and go. It doesn't matter. All those things cannot necessarily inherit what, what I decide to do throughout the day. I can't be like, well, I'm t- depressed today. I'm not going to the gym. Well, now, now you've allowed emotion to, to dictate how you're going to get to your goals. I'm feeling anxious today, so I'm just not going to do this. You're giving it too much power. Now, let me rewind that in a sense that if you have clinically and and chronically, because I know that anxiety and depression can actually, and it's actually happened to me, can like inhibit your body from even being able to function. Now, if you're in that state, that's different. I'm not talking about that. That is something that's meant for somebody way beyond my pedigree to 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 speak about and to assist with, mm. whether through medication, through therapy, what have you. I'm not speaking about that. But I believe that the general public that deals with these issues with anxiety and depression use that as the excuse when they could take that step forward. There's a very small portion of people that can't actually perform. Because it's easier to take inaction in the long in the, in the short term. Yeah, we talked about this being proactive or reactive. It's easier not to take that first step. It's always easier not to take that first step. But in the long term, it's going to compound your mental health issues. Mm. It's going to compound your your financial issues. It's going to compound your relationship issues. And that's the issue. And that's and that's really the beauty, but also the beast behind being a human being. In today's world is, yes, with with the growth of social media and everything, 
you have, and, and I said this just a, a second ago, you have the capability to design the life that you want yeah. and design the body that you want. Yeah. Shit, whether you work on it yourself or you fucking go get surgery. Like, you literally have the ability to transform yourself into whatever you want to be. But it takes work, and it takes work that isn't necessarily going to be supported or you're going to get credit for. And if you continuously just choose to not do things unless you're going to get or receive some type of love for it, you're going to continuously fail because that means you're relying on an outside source to fuel your fire. And we can't do that. And I've done that my entire life. So I'm telling you that that's not what we can do. And understand as I'm preaching this again, and I, I, I know I repeat myself like a broken fucking record, but I'm saying this with so much passion because I'm reminding myself. And that's really what it comes down to. So as you're scrolling through social and as you're doing all this, right? And maybe setting a goal not to be on social as much. I I definitely need to do that. Okay. There's all these things being put out there because everybody wants to say their piece, just like I do on here. I have a podcast because it's therapy for me. Although I just got done with therapy today. It was a great session. I love coming here and being able to spill this to you guys because it's, it, it just fills my heart, right? But at the end of the day, we have to take some type of accountability for ourselves and design the life that we want for ourselves, regardless of what some motherfucker who's popular on social says, regardless of all these other things and all these out, outside influences. Everybody views the world through their own lens. So it's not possible for one person's guideline to completely dictate how you live your life. You may not have the same financial goals that I have or I've set myself to. You may have not set the bar as high as I have for myself. You may not have the same mental health issues that I have on different calibers, whether it's more or less. And I'm not here to judge you on how extensive your mental health issues are. But what I will say is that I believe that, and I know this to be true for myself, is that we can use those as crutches to never move forward. Fuck, I'm depressed today. I can't even get out of bed. One foot in front of the other. Slide that one motherfucking foot outside of the comforter and put it on the ground and then put the other one down and then do a push-up. Get that blood flowing. Drink some water. Oh, shit. Even Even if that's all you ended up doing that day, You still got out of bed when you said you couldn't. It's just those small little micro steps. We worry so much about the big picture. And it's those, it's those little micro decisions that help you rewire your brain to go from a victim mentality to I'm a bad motherfucker. I'm about to tackle this shit. Yes. I've been through this. Yes. My life handed me a shit platter or yes. My job sucks. And my command is this. But I'm not letting that affect how I perform God, because man. I'm me. I just relate so much to that, bro. Because I'm fucking me. I just had a flashback. So, Morris, go ahead and tie it, man. I, I, need, mean, to, I need to get a drink of some doctor. I mean, shit, some get, get you some DC in there. <laughs> but I got two things. Because you just gave me just a... Like, I just had the That's So Raven flashback thing. Um, Social media, one. 
It can be good and it can be bad, right? There's a lot of people on social media that want to preach this and preach that, and everybody's falling into specific categories and they want to follow what that specific person's doing. Just understand that you're you're not that person. We're all different. What you went through, Dylan, is different than what I went through. The demons that you fought are different than the demons that I fought. Now, are we both active on social media? Yes. I think for us to share what we share on social media is a good thing because of the path that we fucking came from. So like, for example, for me, the reality check for me, when you said looking in the mirror and give yourself a reality check, when I was going through, and we've talked about this in numerous episodes, when I was going through the divorce, I got to a sickening weight. My mood was down. I wasn't that funny dancing around, talking shit, being, you know, the fill that everybody knows and loves to just being like isolated in my own world and not letting anybody come in. I talked about it in the relationships episode when you asked, when did it hit you that something needed to change? It's when I noticed that everybody else was affected by the way I was acting. So I looked myself in the mirror. One, I'm 6'2". I'm an athlete, former pro athlete, and I didn't look like an athlete. And I hated that. Dude, I was fucking... Dr. Cobb called you out on that shit. He better have. Dude, I was like atrociously thin. I looked sick. It fucked up my, uh, my thinking. I wasn't eating. Uh, I was spending more time just like at home doing, just being lazy. You talk about fucking getting out of bed in the morning. I didn't want to get out of the bed on off days. I just stayed in bed. I locked myself in my room, partly because the ex was still in the fucking house. And I just did, I just didn't want to, I didn't want to be a part of the world. And so when I looked in the mirror and I said, I got to fucking change something. And it's going to be a process. Mm-hmm. That's what you just harped on. It's going to be a process. This shit's not going to happen overnight. Got in the gym, started eating right. And then you start to see when you start doing things that help your mentality. So like for us, this podcast is, is lift to live podcast, how, you know, the gym can be, can better your mental and better also better your physical. So for me in that period of time, the gym bettered my mental, which also bettered everything else. Mm-hmm. So my relationships with my friends got stronger. Now I want to be out and about. Now I want to go do things with my friends. I want to go hang out with them more. Instead of being secluded in one place, I made that change, but it it was a fucking process. And I'm not even done yet. Uh, I'm nowhere close to where I want to be, but I think I have that mentality back, that strong mentality. I have my confidence back. I'm fucking happy as shit. I'm back to being the funny shit talker, but real as fuck dude. Whereas this time last year, you probably couldn't get a fucking word out of me. So mm-hmm. it's a process. And I'm not telling everybody to not listen to social media because there is some good shit on social media. I think it's just the people you, you hear it come from. So like for me, as an avid lifter, as an avid athlete, Chris Bumstead, right? <laughs> everybody wants to be Chris Bumstead. Let's be real. If you're in the physique world, if you lift a lot, whatever, you want to be Chris Bumstead, but a physique style Chris Bumstead. You got to listen to his story and where he was when he was going through college. 
the things that he had to let go so he can achieve his goals, achieve his dreams, the relationships that he lost mm-hmm. with friends. His friends wanted to go out. He was back at home making sure he got that six meal in because he wanted to be the fucking Olympia. There's general stuff that... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and there's general advice like that we all... that we give because it is somewhat generalized. If you talk... If you listen to any other podcast about mental health or anything like that, a lot of the things that are said are actually very similar to what we have to say. They're just... We're all giving it in a different tone. Right. Some people like to hear me yell up on this mic. Some people like it more soft. Some people like, you know, like some people like it per se, um, or sorry, given differently. Um, and that's, we're not reinventing the wheel here by any means. Somebody else has said exactly what the fuck I just said in this podcast. Right. We're just giving it in a different direction. If I had a question for you, Morse, you've talked about how, you know, you had that reality check back then, but if you were to give yourself a reality check right now, are there things right now that you think that you could do better on or you should hold, you want to hold yourself more accountable to? I think I definitely attention seek now. Um, I'm very, I post just about everything I do on Instagram stories, Snapchat stories. And I don't think it's just because I'm alone or not in a relationship or whatever, but I think it's, it's to satisfy that seeking of attention. That's real. I, I'd like to see people like my story or send the flame emoji or the fucking hard eyes. It makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. But at the, and another, another piece of that is it's, it's rewarding to see that people who have been through that journey, most of the time the people that are sending the likes or commenting or whatever have been a part of the journey because I was very active during that journey. Yeah. And so they like to see the progress, Mm -hmm. but then there's that little bit of attention seeking from somebody that maybe I don't know that I'm like, Oh damn, got their attention. Yeah. You know, then, then I just, it just makes me feel good. I don't think that ever goes away, but I will say how many people that are listening to this podcast right now, of course you can't really answer because we can't see you and this isn't out live yet. (laughs) How many people on here or listening to this right now can think to themselves, damn, I, feel the same way, and I feel comfortable enough speaking out loudly about it. Yeah. I don't know many people who could just come out and say that shit. And if you have your, if you have that answer, DM Dylan, DM me, whoever. I mean, we're both active on social. We're both checking. We both see it. Dylan shares with me the DMs that he receives from people that well, I don't think we know. Um, yeah. It's very, no, it's I've, very, I've, I've it makes had, us feel good. So yeah. if you want to answer that question, fucking go right ahead. But, I mean, being able to simply be able to share that. So I'll go, I want to tie into that too, because you spoke about how you had that reality check. My continuous reality check is being so comfortable talking about going through my suicidal ideologies back in 2017 is a reality check for me that I overcame that shit and I dominated that shit. Because when I was in the shit, I could not talk about it. And now that I talk about it, like it was another day at the park or it was like taking the fucking friends to King's Dominion, I just talk about that shit. Like if if somebody wants to talk about it, I can talk about it without really any deep emotional ties to it because it doesn't hold any power anymore. And that for me is a reality check that whatever the fuck I did over the past few years worked. Yeah. But it took work. That shit wasn't easy. It took nights crying. It took nights, you know, not wanting to be here. Like it took... It took a lot. Yeah. It took it took a lot of bad relationships. You ever ask yourself what if? 
Because I think that can be a positive and a negative question, and I'll explain. Uh, you mean like what if I... Like what if you fucking didn't do that? I wouldn't be here. That's what I'm saying. Not straight up. I mean, I mean that's unfortunately... And look, <laughs> that's an extreme for most. Like, But you can use that concept to anything you're trying to get through, exactly. right? Like it doesn't have to be something as fucking dark as that. But, you know, my alternative was not being here. And then laying that burden on my family that I love dearly. Right. So I, and that shit ain't about, that shit ain't happening. Mm. And I've made sure through years of proactive effort that that shit ain't going to happen. Yeah. And the reason I ask what if is because I think a lot of people, they ask themselves, what if, I mean, you're not going to get the fucking answer if you don't start. A hundred percent. You don't know what's going to come of this. Yeah. You have no fucking clue what's going to come of your journey. I don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow. Well, and that's the exciting part of it, right? Exactly. Like I, we've, I mentioned this before, but it's, but this is, I mean, just think about this whole podcast coming into existence. If I hadn't gone through my trials and tribulations, you hadn't gone through yours. If I hadn't been so open to trying to help you when you're trying to get hired by our department and be friendly, you would have never befriended me. Hmm. If, and if that would have never happened, you would have never came to me and invited me to your wedding. Then right. allow me to be with you through when you're going through your divorce. Right. Like none of these fucking things would have happened. And then just so happens that your pops ends up getting involved in similar businesses and then he's going to help us out or he's helping us out with this. Like that shit isn't planned. Right. That shit was not like pre-thought. I had an idea and I just kind of took little steps towards it. And then I just started meeting people. Yeah. Because the thing is, is like, and that's what I'm talking about is your most predominant thoughts are what guide you subconsciously or consciously. So if all you're thinking about are your mental health issues, then you're just going to become a self-absorbed individual that's just going to feel stuck in place. Yeah. I understand that I have these issues. But I also understand that there's shit I need to do so that they don't get the best of me. Right. And for some people that's taking medication. For some people that's going to therapy routinely like I do. For some people, you know, it's a sport. It's just everybody's got their own thing. Like I said, everybody's different. But understanding that you are your most predominant thought. Mm. So you control and everything. You, and you get to change that. Right. Don't right? let other people control you. That's it. Like we get general advice, just, you know, and again, a reminder to self, like as I grow, like I see 20 year olds driving fucking Lambos and living their life and doing this and doing that. And, you know, one TikTok, I'm like bipolar on the shit. One TikTok, I'm like, damn, I wish I had that. And the next TikTok's about some girl cheating. And I'm like, yo, you know, Sade, (laughs) you know, where you at? You know, like, it's just like this back and forth. And it's all, and and a lot of it is bullshit. Yeah. You know, a lot of, and look, understand this too. And my therapist even said this today. Most people don't put in enough proactive effort to give you reasonable advice about how to live your life. Oh God. Facts, dude. So it's, you know, half the shit you're seeing on, TikTok or whatever is bullshit anyways. I'm not saying bullshit. It might sound good, but it might really not pertain to you. You know, it might, it might not. Like, that might not be the life you want to live. Hmm. And then understand that you're going to run into people that don't understand the life that you want to live because you're two different people. You're two different people. Yeah. You know, I got people come up to me, man. I can never be a cop. And I'm like, you're probably right. They ain't no hate. That, yeah. Shit. If it, you know, like for breed, you maybe no. I'm just saying, like maybe there's there's not a there's not it's not a a a big dick contest. You know what I'm saying? You chose something else in your life that you're passionate about. 
I ch- I fumbled into this. Ain't size of the boat, baby. It's the motion of the ocean. But, well, I don't even know how you got there, bro. Uh, hey, that just went totally right. I'm sorry, I came out of left field. Uh, Continue. Uh, where where the fuck? You, you alright, bro? I'm straight, bro. I'm just <laughs> I'm out here with the fucking absolute down badness. How are you down bad when you're doing just fine? I'm doing great. I just be out here. You okay. Know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I spent the whole week by myself. No, you didn't. All right. <laughs> Easy, bro. I'm, Easy, I'm done bro. with you, bro. All right. I'm done with you. <laughs> Sorry, bro. I look like a Dalmatian. I love you, dog. Know, but sometimes you got a cap on. I know, dude. I got, I got a cap on right now. It's on backwards. Hella cap. I collect caps. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? One less, baby. Come on, One man. Less. One less lonely on, down man. bad. Damn, like, bro. The lift to live down And you know bad. why Morris thinks he's down bad? Because that's his most predominant thought. That's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> he says down bad. I say down He'll bad. He'll literally eat a bowl of cereal and be like, man, that cereal's down bad. I don't even start the conversation <laughs> with you, like in a text message. I don't, like, sometimes it'll be like, hey, yurt. And right now it's, I'm down bad. You no, we need saying? to go back to the yurt. Yeah, we have to. We got to go back to the yurt because you're definitely not down bad. You're, do, you're down good. I'm down fantastic. Yeah. I'm up fantastic, John. You know what I'm saying? I don't, right, but let's get appreciate it. Nah, reality so we're check. good, man. I, I think there's the reality check. I, I ain't down bad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the reality check. Morris is not down bad. We are good to go. We are and I'm I'm not either. Thank God. Um, but hear me out. I just want to give this one example my therapist gave me because this shit was crazy. And then it's gonna be a little bit off topic, but that's how we roll around here, and then we're gonna close it out. So I talked to my therapist, and he told me, like we were talking about relationships, or whatever. And he told me that him and his wife, well, I mean, of course, he's married now. They, when they were dating, like when they were in relationships, they actually broke up several different times. Same with my parents, bro. So crazy enough, and somebody tell me if I'm wrong or you tell me if I'm wrong. In today's world, I was always taught if you break up, never to ever get back together. Maybe, maybe, well, I guess you uh, couldn't have been taught that because... I. I ain't getting back together with my ex. That's for I, sure. Motherfucker, we ain't talking about that. <laughs> that's wholly different. That's that's you know, that's no. no. It was an it was a mutual agreement for them to break up. Right. I'm, maybe your parents relate, but it was a mutual agreement to break up or whatever have you, and they just ended up coming back to each other every time. Yeah. So that's what he said. So that so that shocked the hell out of me because I was like, oh, I was always told that if you break up, you never make up because you're just gonna end up breaking up again. Well, I tell you what. All right. They broke up numerous times, and they found out that no matter who they dated, they still ended up coming back to each other, and now they've been married for 45 years. 45 years. Damn. 45 years. And I think someone asked me this the other day. What? And it was the same question. And my res- she, she wanted a man's point of view for a friend who's dating and da- like talking to a guy or dating a guy. Uh-huh. The guy was like, look, the guy's like, look, right now, I'm, 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 oh my God, I'm all for it, right? Right. I got feelings for you. They're strong. I know your feelings are strong for me, Mm -hmm. but he had that, that little commitment issue. And so the question that was asked to me is, is he going to come back? I said, oh, 100%. Reason being is because right now, God, I wish I had my phone. It's on live though. Um. He's going to come back because he doesn't want to, he wants to make sure that it's right. 
It's not a, we're not going to be good for one another. He wants to make sure it's right. He wants to make sure that he's good to go because he probably dealt with some sort of trauma and now he's got these strong feelings for a girl and he doesn't want to feel that pain again. And I think that goes for every, every is male, she, female. Is she, yeah. that is has she, gone is she waiting it. on him? No. Okay. So she's doing her own thing. She's doing, she's like doing okay. her thing, all right, all right. whatever. All right. Okay. But like. She understands that, like, if he comes back, she's about it because she's down. She's down for him. I can answer this question. You ready? Yeah, let me hear. I can answer this question right the fuck now because I just had a whole conversation about. All right, I'm not going to the need in in the y'all who have stuck around this podcast know that you know what it's a roller coaster when it comes to me with relationships. Anyway, some fine little Latina came across on a date, and now next thing I know, like, I'm not going anywhere. So. That's that's all I'm saying about she that. She got you on a leash, bro. Uh, bro, not. Uh, it's just, man. She, she treats nah, me like a king, dope, bro. Like I like I feel like a king around her. Not, and she said dope, it's just because I make her feel safe. And I'm like, bet. Um, anyways, I have been super anxious about it. Right. Yeah. Just about it in general. Like I've been super anxious about it, and I'm like, and so I talked. I talked to my therapist. Talked to my therapist about it today, and he said. He said, the reason you feel anxious is because you like this person. Mm. And because you like that person, it's forcing you to be vulnerable. Mm. And in most times in your life when you've been vulnerable, you've been hurt. So your default is to run. Reality check. You ain't running. But you ain't running. Hell nah. Because if you run, I'm going to slap the shit out of you. (laughs) All I'm saying is this, is that he gave me a different perspective because I was in my head, I was like, oh shit. Yeah, and he said yes. Most people, uh, people give this advice again. One of those fucking TikTok ones where, oh, if you get this feeling, it's actually a trauma response, and blah 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 blah. No, 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 no. You might be having a trauma response or a trigger based off the fact that now somebody's making you be vulnerable, and that makes you feel uncomfortable. It's not because you don't like them. It has nothing to do with your you liking that person. Mm. But I'll tell you this: I'm the way she treats me, bro. I'm willing to thug out that anxiety. King shit. And and work work through it. Cause that's what he said. He said, You're a runner, Dylan. You haven't ran yet. You know what's funny? Now now we're on the topic of you and, and your girl. This man, about a month ago, bro, I'm done. Ain't, ain't no ain't no down badness for me. I'm out. I'm gonna try to abstain for a year. Dog, three weeks later. Three weeks later, bro. I didn't. Out of, I didn't out of try, nowhere, bro, dude. I didn't try, bro. Okay, it's not the, it's, it's, that's the point. That's what I'm yeah. saying. At, when you least Ugh. expect it, I didn't try, bro. Sh- shoddy, whatever came out of nowhere. Shoddy like a melody. Ooh, singing. Shout out to uh, what's that guy's name? Sean Kingston. Yeah. Where's he now, dude? I don't know, bro. I, I know. know I just know him. he had a jet ski accident, and that was it. I don't yeah. know if he. Anyways, but you, you, yeah. you swore. You told you swore. I did, dude. Because like, I didn't I'm want done. it. I'm done. I ain't doing. That's it. I, no more nope. dirty deed. You know. None of that. Boom. Out of left. Well, I was definitely trying to do the dirty deed, but not in a relationship. <laughs> yeah, feel me. But like, that's why I jumped on the apps. I, exactly. But you jumped on the app and you found a fucking baddie, bro. Because bro, stop doing that shit. Because <laughs> now you're gonna b- blow everybody's ears out. Yeah, you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? What I'm saying is, bro, bro, this is what happened. I Okay, I had, and she knows this, so she wouldn't even be mad about this. 
I had three dates lined up that weekend we met. Her, I had planned a date with her for Friday, a different girl for Saturday, a different girl for Sunday. I was on demon mode. And I ain't gonna lie, man, it felt good. I was like, fuck this weekend, I'm about to be lit. Friday? Was that when, when, we, when you... Like, yes, the, that's when we... Busters and yes, yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all I'm saying is Friday went so good, I canceled every fucking date, and now I'm like full committed. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, like, Friday was so lit. Like, And then we went out again Saturday. Bro, that was a great Friday night. R.I.P. to the people I ghosted. Sorry. Yeah, uh, but, thank you. Yeah, Next. I'm sorry. That's, best, that's messed up of me, but it is what it is. Um, yeah. I don't it, know. It, it ain't even messed I, up, though. You found him. You found no, I, got, I got it. Look, and if it works, it works, and I hope it does, and we're, we're doing everything we can to... We're not, not even doing everything we can. We're just enjoying ourselves. But I'm saying, like, you know, it is what it is, man. You f- oh. Excuse me. Whoa. DC got me down birdie, down dirty, down, down birdie. Down birdie. I'm like losing my shit, man. I need to hit the gym. Um, I love this episode so far, man. Yeah, it's a fun, it's a good one. But all I'm saying is that you just, you ever heard that it happens when you least expect it? Mm. I'm not talking about with this. Every aspect of my life, as soon as I picked like somewhat of a direction, right? Like for example. I could have not not been on any of the dating apps and just sheltered myself. I could have done that. Um, should I have done that? I don't regret it, but I'm just saying that I didn't. And because I didn't, and I was open to the idea of going on a date, and I treated, like, when I went out on this date, I treated her like a lady. Hold the door open, get the flowers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, all that. Like, it opened up an opportunity for something. And although I didn't want that something in that moment, she opened up my eyes to that potential, and then I've been hooked. And whether that lasts the next couple of weeks, the next couple of months, the next couple of years, the next couple of centuries, I don't know yet. I ain't worried about all that because that's gonna make me anxious. I just know that I'm 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 here for the ride, mm. and that literally goes for anything. You gotta find a direction. I'm not saying you gotta download an app. I'm just saying that there you gotta allow some type of opening if you want some other result. Like, you know, if you want to get a better body, then you have to open yourself up and be vulnerable enough. Even though it's going to make you anxious, you got to be vulnerable enough to sign up for that gym membership and get into that gym, even though you don't really know any workouts or starting to change your diet or being a little bit more conscious about what you eat and and developing that sense of discipline and the anxiety and the depression, all that's going to come and go. But I want you to, if you haven't done this yet, I want you to look in the mirror and whether you believe it or not, I want you to look in the mirror and be like, I'm one bad motherfucker. And if you're a girl, I want you to be like, I'm a bad bitch, right? Whatever you want to do. Just get in there and be like, I'm this. And then go and then make a list. Like I mentioned in a previous podcast, make a list about what life do I want to live? And then go from there. It doesn't mean you have to isolate yourself. Just don't rely on everybody else to get you to where you want to go. Don't rely on the likes. Don't rely on the comments. Don't rely on the DMs. Don't rely on this. Don't rely on that. You know? And, you know, and you'd be surprised what kind of doors open if you're just willing to push past that 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 anxiety yeah. to become a little bit vulnerable to a new opportunity. Yeah. 
You got to take the risk sometimes, man. Right. Life ain't easy, man. It's a marathon, not a sprint. So I think I beat that pretty much dead. So that was a reality check. This is a terrible transition, but we're going to transition into go right into your spiel. Yeah. Can you open up your shit for me, bro? Yeah. All right. So while he's doing that, um, we're going to get into like my little segment, which is the officer down memorial page segment where say at every podcast, Dylan and I want to be the voice for those that have lost their lives because there's not a lot of voices out there. Media is not really doing it. Besides social media, that is law enforcement specific. But these officers are not getting the praise that they deserve for going out there and putting their lives on the line, which is what we do every single day. Knowing that it could happen, but also not, you know, not knowing. Not knowing if that's going to be the last time they walk out their house. Not knowing if they're going to get one more text from their loved one or get to see their kid one more time. And I think the perfect song, Another Day, book them. You're in that music video. If you listen to the lyrics of that song, it's going to, it is. You know what? I'll actually put it as the outro to this episode. I mean, it's fire. I'll put it to the outro to this episode. Yeah, it's a great song. I listen to it regularly because it. I just kind of sometimes I forget. Like you know, when I'm on my off days, I forget. Like I'm a police officer because I'm doing other things. I'm I'm doing my real shit that I like to do, my hobbies, right? Then I listen to that song. I'm like, damn. And the lyrics are fire. So yeah. we're gonna play it. He's gonna you know. I'll do it. In the put outro. the link in the in the bio too for that. I one. got it. All right. So what I do is I look at the totals. 206 this year. We got one more month. 206 officers have been killed in the line of duty. <laughs> Fucking just, it's awful. Since the last podcast, there's been four. And I'm going to read their names off, their department agency, uh, and their cause. First one is police officer Brandon Tsai. Grand Prairie Police Department in Texas. End of watch was Monday, November 14th, 2022. His cause of death was a vehicle pursuit. Marine Interdiction Agent Michael O. Maceda, United States Department of Homeland Security, Customs, and Border Protection, Air and Marine Operations, U.S. End of watch Thursday, November 17th, 2022. This one made national headlines. Uh, cause of death was gunfire. They got into a gunfight with... Uh, I think it was human trafficking suspects or drug trafficking. I can't remember which one. Police officer Jordan Jackson, Bellevue Police Department in Washington. End of watch, Monday, November 21st, 2022. Cause of death, motorcycle crash. This one was two days before Thanksgiving. Deputy Sheriff Christopher Taylor, Charlotte County Sheriff's Office in Florida. End of watch, Tuesday, November 22nd. 2022, cause of death was vehicular assault. He was doing a traffic stop. That's people that don't obey police lights. Hit them. Recent now, correct me if I'm wrong. These do not account for the suicides. Oh, there was one. There was one. And okay, it's not on that so list. So that's why, that's, two, why I'm asking actually. That, that's why I'm asking that question. This, 
does not correct. So we have we have not There's mentioned not the been ones a, who have taken their own life. Correct, but they so have not been. So there was one last year, the Capitol Police officer. It's been, I believe, it's been added to the officer down memorial, Officer Livingood. Okay, he took his life four days after the January sixth in, uh, incident. I'm just asking in general when we're reading off these names. Correct. There's no, no suit. This. There's no suit. There's no. There's no. So okay, that's a whole separate list. But I think there's now a. They just did it with, especially with the Capitol Police officer. But I think there's now a new case law. Um, regarding suicides and counting it as a line of duty death, it's counting it as a line of duty death. Line of duty death. Yeah. Only if blue, I think Blue Help also records all those. So right, I would actually be surprised. We'll do that in another episode. Be yeah. surprised which episode, because I I recalled that because I specifically remember seeing the guy. I remember his name. He had a year and a half on. Yeah, he was twenty three. Twenty three. Was like took his own life. Ago. Yeah. And that's how fucking fast it can hit you. Mm-hmm. Um. And it wasn't on that. Wasn't on it. Wasn't yeah. on there. Okay. Now and then officer. Now I know, and we'll yeah. correct it. And then officer Livingood, U.S. Capitol Police officer that took his own life four days after the January sixth incident. That has now been a line considered a line of duty death because he took his life after a traumatic incident from the job, um, and his family now gets all the benefits from, you know, his his death. Uh, there was one canine officer or canine dog, canine Pepper, Greenville. Police Department, North Carolina, end of watch Wednesday, November 16th, 2022, and his cause of death was animal related. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if he was like attacked or. Did he give an outro? I'm trying to see if there's an outro on it. That's the first time I've seen that. Canine Pepper, uh, he died from a snake bite. Oh. Uh, he received all training in a wooded area in Greenville. Oh. Uh, that's fucking unfortunate. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, th- to those four officers, the one um, dog, as well as the two. Uh, officer Livingood and the most recent officer that, you know, suicide, man. That's it's why we, uh, one less, man. Well, the fact they don't count that as, I mean, I don't know the logistics behind that, but the fact that anybody who wears a uniform, if they end up taking their own life, it's, and we've seen it's, it, hard, it's hard to not think or yeah. be able to tie something to the job because, mm-hmm. yeah, there might have been precursors. I mean, who knows, but come on. Fucking you wear that uniform, then you take your own life. Something about the job is 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 right. poking at, is, is fueling that fire yeah. internally. So, rest in peace to everybody mentioned above. Yeah. Prayers, our thoughts and prayers families. go to those departments, age you know agencies, uh, yeah, no. family members, the communities. Yeah, thank you, Morris, for doing this every episode. With that being said, I hope you guys give yourself a fucking reality check in a positive light. You. You know, look yourself in the mirror, become the person you want to become. You have more power than you think you do. And, uh, you know, we're all here for you. Follow us on social media. Yep. Ask us questions. Give we'll us put topics. all the links in there. And if you have a topic you would like us to speak about, yeah. or even potentially you want to be on the podcast, hit us up because we're trying to figure out avenues to make that happen. Let us know about if you whatever episodes you listen to. Let us know how you like it, you. how it relates to you. We, we love to hear your feedback. Bye, everybody. Stay blessed, and we'll see you on the next one. It's another day. I praise God for another day. When evil want to have his way, the good ones will never break. I take a deep breath, and then I say a prayer before I step foot into the devil's lair. Because we don't know if we're going to make it out. This ain't new news. We've been on this paper route.
Trail blazing on these cold streets Scrutinized by spectators and nosebleeds They don't love us but they call us when they need us Followers who never will support us cause we lead us Never coward, move forward to the evil The barrier between the broken and the feeble Hungry jaguars in this jungle full of evil We can't eat them, we only catch them, they release them Giving us the reason why we always feel defeated And they adopt the credence to give power to the demons Hyenas laughing and salivating while they scheming But the sheepdogs will always be here to intervene them Another day, it's another day Thank God for another day I know they wanna see us dead But this line, it'll never fade Another day, it's another day I praise God for another day When evil wanna have his way The good ones will never break